Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome. It's our number three, our number three of our radio show, LeBron James, center square this hour. Now, LeBron recently bragged about getting offers to play pro football with the Seattle Seahawks and the Dallas Cowboys. And that brings up a conversation that happens at least once a year. If LeBron James had decided to go to the NFL, would he have dominated? Would he have controlled, manhandled the NFL the way he often does in the NBA? We answer that burning question. Right now, in our number three, would it be a domination situation? Welcome in the beginning of yet another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are together in the air everywhere as we talk about chicken crap, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast. And mighty powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the aid, the sleep aid of the overnight, the Fox Sports Radio studios in the Northwood. So we're doing something a little different this hour. Our lead comes from fantasy land, if you will. And LeBron James popped up on the Manning cast earlier this week. No, I'm not going to rant about anything that happened at media day. Uh, nothing rose to the level of a Maller monologue. But LeBron on the Manning cast the other night, and since it was plausibly a football game, a lot of grab ass going on there, he decided to engage in football chatter. And LeBron explained that he had other offers to play in the NFL. He had multiple offers to play in the NFL. Now, this is a story that comes up. Every year, once a year, like clockwork at least, 
there's a story. Somebody will look for some content and say, hey, do you remember when LeBron James was offered a contract to play in the NFL? So if you didn't hear the latest comments by LeBron, and maybe you missed it, I, I think we have the audio on this. LeBron talking about the two teams that offered him employment. So as Warner Wolf would say, let's go to the audio tape. Jerry Jones offered me a contract. Also, uh, Pete Carroll did uh, as well in Seattle during our lockout time. And it definitely got my blood flowing again, got my mind racing again, thinking about the game of football, you know, being out there on Sundays. You know, we was able to get a deal done in the NBA, and I was back on the court in no time. But I definitely thought about it. I still got the jersey, too, that uh, Jerry and Pete Carroll sent me from uh, 2011. Look at that. LeBron's got a man cave with a Seahawks jersey and a Cowboy jersey. Does he have them framed? Are they autographed by Pete Carroll and Jerry Jones? This is a a decade-old story, but it continues to have life after a decade. You play the what-if game. What if this had happened? And many people bringing that up and saying, well, what if LeBron had done this, and would LeBron James have done well? So let's discuss the question, would LeBron have controlled the NFL the way that he does uh, the NBA? Many people seem convinced that LeBron is such a unicorn of an athlete that he would have absolutely uh, reigned supreme in the NFL. So would he? I'm shaking my head. No, 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 no. Now, first of all, I've I've got uh, I've got balloon, yellow pages and mating dance. And we'll connect all these things together. So this is a great hypothetical conversation. I'm not against these conversations. This is what's known in our business as an evergreen topic. Right. It's an evergreen topic, but it's fresh this week, and I did get some email right after the game on Monday, and I was like, eh, you know, it's, I'll, I'll go down the path, the garden path, and talk about this. Uh, why not? I do it every so often. So now theorizing is a delightful situation. Right? Anytime you do the hypotheticals, the reason hypotheticals are wonderful is because you're never wrong. I'm going to tell you what I believe is going to happen, and you can tell me what you believe is going to happen, and we're both right. We're both correct. Because the only way we're not right is if this actually happened, and it didn't happen. But in a parallel dimension, imagine, if you will, a world where LeBron signed with the Dallas Cowboys. How would that have worked? LeBron would have been in for a rude introduction, a rude welcome uh, to the NFL. The monarchy does not transfer over from sport to sport. And it's really a stupid test. If you think LeBron would have been great in the NFL, then you are the village's idiot. Uh, You're the village idiot. Uh, and, And to give you an idea of how LeBron would have been welcomed to the NFL, all you need to know is Urban Meyer... Urban Meyer is an interloper in Jacksonville. He's the college coach that came strutting in like a peacock to Jacksonville, and there are people taking joy and celebrating shot in Freud, shot in Freud at Urban Meyer's expense because Jacksonville is the stuff on the back of your shoe when you walk through a dog park at this point, right? And so the same thing would have happened to LeBron. LeBron's not a football player. He's a basketball player. So he would have been... The guy with a bounty on his head. It would have happened. No, they don't do bounties anymore. It would have been everyone gets a shot at LeBron. Now, the stories all indicate LeBron would have been a tight end in Dallas or Seattle. And even if you think LeBron James, who is Goliath, one of the wonders of the world, one of the wonders of the Western world, even if you believe in that, there is limited impact that LeBron would have made. Right? I mean, this is obvious. This is right there. You know it. I mean, check for yourself. A raw tight end who hadn't played football in many years at that point would go strutting into an NFL locker room and be obliterated, right? It wouldn't work the other way. LeBron's not going to vaporize the NFL. He would have been obliterated, right? So I can burst your balloon on this, and all I need to do is point out Travis Kelsey. Or for that matter, Darren Waller. And these guys, dollar for dollar, are right at the very top among the tight ends right now in the NFL. Big, burly players, strong as a horse. Uh, there are some, some weeks where Travis Kelsey is a non-factor. There are some weeks where Darren Waller, oh, the Raiders, 
is a non-factor or makes little impact. And Travis Kelsey has averaged as the very top tight end in football over the last couple of years. Kelsey's averaged 7.7 targets per game. That's in his career. Uh, Darren Waller, who is an up-and-comer here recently, he is averaging 5.6 targets per game. Now, for comparison's sake, LeBron James has averaged 19.5 field goal attempts per game in his basketball career. Well, you say, what's well, not the same thing? And you only run 60 to 70 plays in an NFL game. But LeBron always has the ball in his hands. He has hand on balls all the time. And, you know, that, that shouldn't, that couldn't, and that wouldn't happen in the NFL. But because of his celebrity, we've discussed this several times over the years, because of LeBron's celebrity, I don't doubt that he was offered contracts and he could have made an NFL team because of his celebrity. And there's a different world when you're in that celebrity class. And he possibly would have had an opportunity to play a lot, but would he have dominated? Uh, No. That is a bridge too far. So turning the page on this, LeBron James, while he may be built compared to the mere mortal, Joe the plumber, like Adonis, right? Uh, Regardless, based on his body of work in basketball, he's not cut out for football. So every time the story comes up, I just roll my eyes at it. LeBron is your classic show pony. He's got a warning label. Handle with care. What happens when there is physicality in basketball? It doesn't happen very often. Physicality in the watered-down NBA, it's an inconvenience. And when LeBron gets fouled in basketball, he needs a wambulance. He gets very upset. There are some famous video clips that have been turned into memes of LeBron when he's not even touched and he falls back like he had been blown up by a hand grenade. Uh, It's just crazy. Now, LeBron famously was tackled by a faulty air conditioner. Remember that? LeBron had to leave an NBA Finals game in San Antonio because it was too hot. The air conditioning malfunctioned, and he had cramping issues. At least that's the company line there. So a guy that was knocked out by a faulty air conditioner That guy's going to play in the NFL? Okay, I'm sure that's the case. Now, uh, close your eyes and imagine LeBron getting trucked like Rob Gronkowski did at that Ram game with the Buccaneers. You saw that highlight. I was at that game. And even in a glass box I was sitting in, in the press box, that linebacker, Terrell Lewis, who came over and delivered a body blow, body blow. If that happens to LeBron, LeBron, you know what he does? He runs off, he grabs the yellow pages, and looks up Guardian Angel. I need a Guardian Angel. Uh, One of his goon bodyguards would have gone out on the field with bloody knuckles and beaten up the Ram linebacker who had done that. All right, final thought. So LeBron, who can't make it through an NBA regular season game uh, playing less than, you know, less than 100%. he, he, He often makes it where he, he takes quarters off is what I'm trying to say. There'll be a point where he's not all there. Cutting corners, right? Saving energy for the playoffs. Playoffs? Uh, and you've got load management. And, and also, he is famous for walking out on teams when they're getting spit-roasted. Just happened a few months ago. Lakers crumbling against the Suns. Burned up. And LeBron exited stage right early. It's a pipe dream. It is a pipe dream to think that that would have been avoided in the NFL for LeBron. And then again, uh, the, the NFL, I will say this for pro football, they have this bizarre ritual of, of a mating dance with NBA stars. And this goes back at least 60 years. At least 60 years. They love flirting with big names in basketball in particular. Now, for reference, You can look this up. I'm not making it up. This is another story that pops up every couple of of years. In the 1960s, Kansas City, Hall of Fame coach Hank Stram. Now, as a kid, Hank Stram was a broadcaster. And I often quote Hank Stram, and he had the line, matriculating the ball down the field. That's a Hank Stram line. That's my homage to Hank Stram, the old coach that I listened to as as a broadcaster. Anyway, Hank Stram, when he was coaching in Kansas City, he wanted to sign Wilt Chamberlain. 
the most dominant offensive force in the history of the NBA, Wilt Chamberlain. And he wanted to sign Wilt Chamberlain, who's like uh, it was, he was like seven foot two or something like that. His now Wilt's claim to fame was he claimed to sleep with twenty thousand women. The math on that's a little fuzzy, but anyway, as a wide receiver, so Chamberlain, he he's you know he was in the NBA at the time. He's playing for the Warriors, but he had played college ball in Kansas, not far away from Kansas City, where the Chiefs play, obviously. And so uh, Wilt wanted to play in the NFL. The legend goes. But he was not allowed to play because of his basketball contract. But if it hadn't been for that contract, Wilt would have absolutely attempted to play in the NFL, and that would have been a disaster. They, they were going to use him, Hank Stram, as a, a goal line tight end uh, slash receiver where he'd go and imagine being a seven foot one tight end against like a five foot ten defensive back and just throw the ball up and be like an adult playing a turkey weekend, Thanksgiving weekend football game with a bunch of eight-year-olds. You're going to do pretty well in that. You're going to do pretty well. Uh, but wait, there's more. According to a, an old David Halberstam book, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan considered playing in the NFL when he was with the Chicago Bulls. In fact, he had a meeting with Richard Dent, a buddy of his from the Chicago Bears, about making the transition. Jordan was thinking about becoming a receiver in the NFL. That never materialized, obviously. Instead, Jordan went to play baseball for the White Sox minor league team. Imagine if Jerry Reinsdorf had owned the Bears, though. Does Jordan go play for the Bears instead of playing for the White Sox minor league team? Inquiring minds would like to know. More recently, there was a player by the name of Nate Robinson, won a slam dunk title or two in his day. He tried out for the Seattle Seahawks in 2016. Didn't work out so well for Nate. But it's a one-way street. I have noticed the NBA teams aren't asking, like, Randy Moss when he was the big star. Hey, Randy, you want to come play shooting guard? Or Joe Thomas, the old offensive lineman for the Browns. Hey, would you like to to come be the the paint-cleaning bully guy and and get a lot of rebounds and set screens? They don't do that. It's it's only a one-way situation. So I have noticed. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, we'll take your phone calls here at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You can join the radio program, also available on Twitter, at Ben Maller. We have too much or not enough coming up a little bit later, a little bit later in the hour. Now, earlier in the show, we told you that one of my hot takes had been validated, and it was about the Olympics. Simone Biles. Well, here's another example of someone parroting a malarism, if that's even a thing, which I don't think it is. I don't think that's actually a thing. But someone in sports of prominence using material that I have been saying for many, many months, and as a result of saying this, uh, there's prominent media elites that are up in arms because this person said what he said. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Listen up, Maller Militia. The Ben Maller Show is the show of the people, by the people, for the people. Join the movement and follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow once again tonight's technical producer, Info Roberto. He is not perfect, but he is perfect. Chris Perfect. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris, C H R I S, Perfect, P E R F E T T. I'm not even going to touch Swamp Man here. It's a good idea. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Parroting a Mallerism. We'll get to that coming up in a couple of minutes. Began the hour ranting about LeBron James. When in doubt, throw a LeBron Maller monologue out. LeBron hashing up the offers made back in the day from Seattle and Dallas to play tight end back in 2011, a decade ago. And it's something that pops up every so often. I repackaged the take, and we did it here, and we'll do it again six or seven months from now. We'll do the same, the same thing. Just Josh says, I would have liked to have seen LeBron on an NFL film, or field rather, and how he would have manipulated the referees into making bad calls. The opposite of a blocking tight end. How about a flopping tight end in the NFL? Uh, James the Machinist says, I'm sorry, Ben, I have to give you the bad choice, F-. minus. LeBron in the, the NFL talk, yawn. You might as well have broken down the WNBA playoffs. Or James the Machinist, <clears throat> broken down the Minnesota Timberwolves and A-Rod on an NFL Sunday into a Monday. Because that would have been better, James, right? That would have been a better segment of radio to go to the phones and have some Yahoo call up and want to do Timberwolves talk. T-Wolves talk. 
on a Sunday into a Monday. What? Holy real estate. That's the holy real estate in sports talk radio. How dare you? How dare you? All right. 877-99 on Fox is the number. 877-996-6369. If you would like to be part of the show, and we put this guy on hold a while ago, so let's check in. Beer drinking Brian is back. We'll see if his phone's working. He said he took All right. pain medication and then has been drinking because he's beer drinking Brian, oh, which you're not idea. supposed to do. Hello, Brian. Well, you know, I didn't never listen to him, and, um, you know, it's, a, it's what it is. Now, uh, I have some stuff for you, but so I wait, got, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Now, Brian, what are your side effects here, Brian? What, what are you experiencing because you didn't read the warning label on the medication? Well, no. Well, last night it was weird. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I will not lie. I Eddie, was Eddie the loop. man is he's speechless, Eddie. He doesn't know what I, to say. I don't know here. if it's his phone or if it's him. I, it's well, does of... it sound better now? Because I think I did a bad radio move being an old DJ. I uh, left my Bluetooth on and I didn't realize it because it was on my speaker. My speaker was down, but... yeah. Okay, well, we've established um, we can hear you. We wish okay. we couldn't hear you, but we can hear you. Okay, so I wake up in the hospital last night, and uh, next thing I know, they're talking about some murder or something in some lake in northwest uh, Montana. Man, it looks so beautiful, and I'm thinking, oh, my God. Tim better hide. You know, it's some crazy stuff. So I went to take a drink of my water. Well, my water was next to my urinal. Uh-oh. Oh, no. And my nurse was right there. Oh, no! And, um, yeah, she got spit on by my... Oh, no. Wait, 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 she wait, got wait, a doc mic. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, doc mic a... uh, swallows, from what I understand. Well, <laughs> oh, man, Eddie. <laughs> oh, Eddie, what, what, what she got, Eddie, I believe is a, it's, a, it's a term. It's a shower. It's a certain type of shower, I think she was in. So hold on a second. So you, you had the urine cup and you had the water right there. You, you took the wrong cup and you then, you, you decided, once you realized you were drinking the wrong stuff, you then spat it on the nurse. Well, yeah, because she was giving me some oxycodone or a cotton or whatever. And she told me to take a drink and... And it's dark yeah. in there, and I wasn't paying attention, and I'm already high on medicines, I, you know, and, and these, I these, didn't these realize nurses, it. Can you imagine that poor nurse? These nurses yes, don't I get am, paid I, enough money. I, I was oh thinking the exact same thing. Horrible. Yeah, she, uh, I didn't see her the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I'll bet. I wonder I'll why. Bet, yeah. I wonder why. you imagine what she must have said about you when she's talking to the other nurses? Oh, my God. Jeez. Do not go in that room with her drinking right. But, uh, you know, you know I, just, I just thought I just thought of a game, beer drinking Brian. We can play the mm. game. How many trips to the hospital has beer drinking Brian you know had? What? I was. It's funny you say that. Cause hey, I, did, did hey did Tammy write you that? Because I was going to say that. I I wonder if beer drinking if Brian uh, can answer this. Uh, Brian, hold on, Brian. It, uh, hold on, Brian. Not talking yet. Calm, Calm down, Brian. Who, who are you more on a first name basis with, Brian? The folks at the hospital or the police? Oh. Ooh, I just blew his mind. That's the sound of uh, probably the police, because they normally come out with the ambulance. <laughs> um, <laughs> they said they were going to send me to... They're, they're double dipping. They said now. they were going to send me to the third floor last night, or Saturday night. And I said, what's the third floor? They said, behavior health. I said, oh, no, y'all don't need to send me up there. Y'all know me. They're like, yeah, I know. We're just trying to settle you down. And I said, well, give me a shot or something. And they didn't. Hey, well, I woke up Sunday night somewhere. Wow, what a life you've lived here. So, do you want to play the game, Eddie? How many trips to the hospital has beer drinking Brian? Should we should we limit this to the last month? Wait, okay, no, it's how many times have I been there and how many times have I been admitted? Uh, well, I think how many times have you been taken to the hospital, I think, is the game we will play. Uh, okay. I'll go first. And, and what's the, in what amount of time frame are we... You know. uh, since January 1st. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. We're right. doing the whole year. Because I just crap. found this out oh, today. Oh, my God. Holy Yeah, crap. I just found oh, out this day. How many days so far All have right. we gone through? Let's see. We're already in September here. Uh, late late September. It's almost 
October. I'm gonna go. All right, hold on a second. Let me do the math. I gotta do this. Oh no, this. not math. No, no, I'm gonna do the math. All right, and so I don't have a mixed match like. Uh, All right, so <laughs> hold on, hold on. No mixed Calm down. match. <laughs> so we're in the ninth month of the year. Uh, I am going to say that he has been taken twenty-seven times to the hospital. Twenty-seven yeah. times. Wow, I am not living for Motorhead. I don't know what he just said. I don't know what he I was thinking. Uh, I said, I'm not Larry for Motorhead. That's, that's a lot. He made a Motorhead oh. joke because he, he goes to the uh, hospital a lot. But I mean, like, you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I went, he's saying I went high. That's his way oh, of saying I went okay. high. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, get a, I got a little bit of an advantage there for that. You do. Isn't Lemmy you dead? Do. Lemmy's dead, yes. He is He's dead. Uh, well, I'll, yeah, Lemmy's dead. I'll go 20. Yeah. I'll go 20. 20, okay. Uh, anybody else want to play? Coop, you want to play? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say on, <laughs> he's pulling for you, Coop. He wants to see you win the he game. He doesn't want to give you an F minus. I smoked a little weed tonight, Coop. Come on, you guys. Give it a There's a surprise. Uh, so this is how many times he's been to the hospital since January first. Yeah, January first. I went 27. Eddie went 20. If he goes like back in the same day, does that count as two separate trips? Yes. Oh, I've never done that. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's my mix and Okay, that's my mix match. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna say, uh, let's go nine. Nine. Ooh. You're going low on that. Uh, does Chris want to play or no? Um, I'm gonna highball it. I'll go thirty. Well, he likes a highball. Uh. All right. Uh. Let's see. Go ahead. Reveal answers. Beer drinking. Brian, reveal answers. This is America's favorite game show. How many trips to the hospital has beer drinking Brian made in the year 2021? Coop, you are the winner, son. Yeah. Congratulations, Coop. A plus. 11, 11 trips in and eight admitted. All right. Congratulations, Coop. You get to pay all of Beer Drinking Brian's medical bills. So congratulations. <laughs> That's the prize there. I know you're hey, excited. At about least that. I wouldn't shut you off if you came to Kansas City, Coop. We'll go out and have a beer. <laughs> yeah. He would, I don't he drink. W- he wouldn't do a weed man on you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, no. Oh, well, no. Okay. Well, I'll get you to buy this case. Well, no, it's, it's not legal. That's okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll, figure, right. we'll figure it out. All right, you've been on here way too long. I got to move on, but thank you. All right, there he goes. Beer drinking, Brian. What a fun game. Eddie, that's why we're the kings of the late night right there. It's I know. games like that. Nobody. You think they're doing that at our competitors? You think they're doing they that wish. over there? No, at ESPN? No, hell no. Uh, they're probably interviewing some dead sports writer right now as we speak. Uh, anyway. They're giving a WNBA playoff report. Yes, yes. No, I'm not WNBA. kidding either. Are they? Oh, man. That content analysis, I, not just I highlights. Have, analysis. I don't know if I should say this or not, but I have some friends that work uh, at one of our enemies here, Eddie, that are in the web area. You would be shocked how few people click on those WNBA stories. But they still put them up. I, would be. I don't think I would be. No, but it's amazing the amount that, that are there, and yeah. no one clicks, and they yeah. know they have the data on who's clicking on what, and they're not <laughs> clicking on them, but they still put them up. I'm glad I you credit. I'm glad you brought this up because I've been I've been meaning to talk about this, and I just haven't found found the right moment. Have you guys seen that WNBA commercial? No, uh, with the no, I have not. Uh, oh, I, t- I tune I tune out the. Commercials. Oh my god! Wait, are you talking about the YouTube TV one? I believe so. It's it's so with, the, actually, with the little with the little old uh, yeah, yeah Asian that, lady. that that actually started as an the original cut of that commercial is for oh, the NBA I have seen playoffs, that, yes, with the, and they changed the no, copy over it yeah. and the videos to WNBA. Yeah. I, I, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, no one likes the WNBA this much. <laughs> no no one. Yeah, the original commercial was for was NBA playoffs. That was in the script, and it was NBA for <laughs> YouTube TV. And now that we're <laughs> on to the WNBA playoffs, because who knows? I guess they're being held right now. That's what they changed the yeah. commercial to, to be topical, I guess. That is yeah, they they show like a whole house party of people gathered to watch well, this WNBA this is, game. This is like this is no. like Coop. Remember when I ripped Ghostbusters when they made the all female Ghostbusters? Nobody saw it because it was terrible. Yes. I mean, listen, do your own thing. You don't need to to piggyback off the NBA. I guess you do need to piggyback off the NBA. Otherwise, the WNBA would have been out of business in like 1999 or something like that. But anyway, that that being right. said, though, the new Ghostbusters looks awesome. Awesome. I haven't seen. 
anything. A trailer for it. Yeah, it's, I haven't it, seen anything. It's, All right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Sometimes you see a story and... It's so shocking, 
you kind of can't believe it. And that, believe it or not, that was the, the story that I saw. Uh, Jim Trotter is uh, a member of the NFL media, and he reported on the USC head coaching search. And uh, he had a he had a report that uh, USC boosters have reached out to a certain NFL offensive coordinator to see if he's interested in the job. Yeah. Uh, it's not Eric Bieniemy of the Chiefs, whose name has been mentioned out there. He's like a Southern California native. It's apparently Anthony Lynn, the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions, the former, briefly the head coach of the uh, Los Angeles. Today, he makes Chargers. go Chargers go. Uh, <laughs> I mean. I don't know. I, right, maybe I, it's just I, me, I, Eddie, but I just that, like yeah, yeah. you, you got to be kidding me. Who is well, interested in Anthony first, Lynn? First of all, with all due respect to Anthony Lynn, when he coached in L.A., nobody knew he was even in L.A. So it's kind of true, yeah. Coach. It's kind of true. And, and secondly, you know, when you say booster, w- what does that mean, Eddie? Like I, I know USC boosters. I, I, you know, I, I, some of these people I've, I've had relationships with over the years being in LA and where we're based and all that. And, you know, it's just a high, there's high profile boosters. And then there's like people that send a check of $35 that have no influence, but technically they're boosters. So, well, there's yeah, also I, the last part of that tweet where it says the university itself has not reached out to Anthony Lynn and probably won't. But just, well, I mean, everyone's saying, you know, the, the USC's got to get this one right. They've got to get it. they got to hit a home run with this one. And then but Anthony Lynn? Well, Anthony I Lynn mean, would be the Pete Carroll model, right? Failed NFL coach at the time. Pete Carroll gets a second chance at SC. But Pete Carroll, the only reason they hired Pete Carroll at SC is because, like, four other people turned down the job. That wasn't their first choice. They didn't want to hire Pete Carroll. It's the other people they wanted weren't interested in SC. And so they they were they had no other options. So, right, good well, luck, Anthony Lynn, and yes. being the next head coach of the Trojans. That, that would be still, unbelievable. Still owns his house in L.A., and we'll see about that. All right, thank you for that, Eddie. It is the Ben Maller Show. So LeBron James, someone that I have ripped for years behind the bully pulpit here at Fox Sports Radio, taking gratuitous cheap shots at LeBron multiple times during the NBA season, year after year, week after week. Well, LeBron James speaking this week, and he he has said something that I have been saying for several months now. LeBron has repackaged what I've been saying. Did you see at the Laker Media Day, uh, LeBron confirmed that he has received the COVID vaccine. I know you were dying to find out whether LeBron had it or not. LeBron has confirmed he did have the vaccine for COVID. But here's the part that upset the NBA media elites, not happy with LeBron. Uh, LeBron said that uh, he will not will not be advocating for the COVID vaccine. Uh, he said after doing my research and things of that nature, he said I felt like it was best suited not only for me but for my family and for my friends, and that's why I decided to do it. LeBron James said uh, he added that he had skepticism about the vaccine before deciding to get it, uh, but he said it is. N- Quote, not my job uh, to speak out on the vaccine. This is, uh, I think it's, it's a fine take. I think everyone's got to decide for themselves. You don't even, you know, forcing someone into something if they don't want to do it. And if you don't want to do it, their society has set up punishments for people that don't get the vaccine. The, uh, the political class has set up things that you can't do because of this. And so you have to deal with that. And if you're willing to do it and deal with it and you don't want to get it, that's up to you. Uh, that's been my position. I had the vaccine. Uh, I, I got it a few months ago, but I have friends that don't have it, and I'm perfectly fine with that. It's your decision. If you, your body, your choice, and if you don't want to do it, that's on you. So uh, me and LeBron, who knew that me and LeBron would have the same take on an issue? Shocking, shocking, shocking. Pigs are flying right now. It, the raindrops are the size of Skittles, oversized Skittles, clearly. But uh, that's uh, LeBron. Uh, these NBA basketball media types, man, they are all over this. They are woo-wee, red meat. The media obsessed with the vaccine. I am just, I'm over it. I am over all of this, all of this nonsense. I mean, the, the basketball media, though, they love it. And, and unlike the other sports, basketball media, because these cities in the NBA, San Francisco and New York, are forcing the vaccine to play 
So we're finding out, unlike the other sports, you don't really know who's got it and who doesn't have it and who cares, but the media is finding out. And there's some big names in basketball. Bradley Beal's on that list, and I believe Kyrie Irving supposedly is on that list, and so people are, are freaking out. All right, straight ahead for us. We are going to have too much or not enough. Too much or not enough. You want to call right now? Give us a buzz, 877-99 on Fox. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Most are unable to lend an ear to the Ben Maller Show all night long, but with podcasting, you can get caught up on unique show moments that you might have missed. The Ben Maller Show podcast is available on iHeart and wherever you get your podcasts. It's a piece of cake and upsets the corporate guys. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. Welcome in our contestants for Too Much or Not Enough. And we say a good morning. A good morning to Dominic in Kansas City, the home of the Ben Maller Chicken Fingers and world-famous barbecue. And a football team is in last place. Hello, Dominic. Hello, hello. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome in, Dominic. Let's get to know you a little bit, Dominic. What you got going on there? Do you work? Do you have a gig? What do you do to pass the time of life? Just got off work, actually. Congratulations. You're ahead of the game. I'm still working. And what do you do for work? Um, I help make explosion protection parts. Ooh, really? Like, what is that? Machinist sort of thing. Machinist. Okay, so you're a machinist. And these are things used... By the military or um, I make stuff for like uh, pharmaceutical stuff, military. Uh, sometimes we make stuff uh, for like NASA, Pfizer, uh, Tesla, all sorts of different stuff. Oh, wow. All right. So just like random parts to things is what you make. Yes? Uh, yeah, pressure relief has a lot to do with like pressure relief stuff. Interesting. And how long have you been doing that? Uh, six years. Six years. I've actually been listening to you for the ever since I've been on the night shift. First time calling too. Well, welcome. Thank you. And, and so, is it a twenty-four hour operation? There are people all day and all night and all that. Uh, yeah, day shift, night shift. Got you. All right. Well, Dominic, good luck here. Let's get to the game. Want to give you all the time you you can get to the game. Uh, we'll ask you a series of questions, uh, Dominic. The machinist, and you have to get three right to win the game. Give you a golden ticket if you get all three right. You can obviously get a wrong answer or two. Get all five right. I'll give you two golden tickets. Here we go. Time permitting. Earlier this week, Bradley Zimmer homered off his older brother, Kyle. That is the eighth time in the modern era since 1900 that a player homered off his brother. Is that too much or not enough? Uh, I'm going to go too much. Let's find out if you're right. That is correct. Uh, too much. It has only uh, happened four times. The most recent was Joe Necro and homering off Phil, his brother, in 1976. All right. Uh, que- I got to make sure I pronounce that properly because people hear things they don't hear. All right. Uh, question number two. Deshaun Jackson had his seventh career touchdown reception of 75 yards or more for the Rams on Sunday. That's in his NFL career. Is that too much or not enough, Dominic, the machinist? Uh, Not enough. He says not enough. Let's find out. That is correct again. This was the ninth touchdown of 75 yards or more. He's tied with Bambi, Lance Allworth, for the most all times. You're doing very well, Dominic. Question number three. Here we go. There are only five, only five quarterbacks with more passing yards through three games than Derek Carr. Is that uh, all-time? Is that too much or not enough? I'm going to go too much. Trying to go three for three. Let's find out. Right again! He did it again! There we go. He did it again! I got a golden ticket. Congratulations, Dominic. You ran the board. Uh, well, well, you have two more to go, but you've already got three right. You've won Tom Brady, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Kurt Warner, the others along with Derek Clark. Question number four. Jamal Agnew of the Jaguars becoming the sixth player 
in NFL history with multiple 100-yard touchdowns in a single season. Is that too much or not enough? I'm going to go not enough. Okay. Let's find out if Dominic the Machinist in Kansas City is right. That is correct. Yes, he is the ninth player to do it. Okay, one more to run the board. Get that extra golden ticket, Dominic. The Texas Longhorns scored 70 points last weekend against Texas Tech. The last time the Longhorns scored 70 points was 13 years ago. Is that too much or not enough? Uh, too much. You sure you want to do that too much, answer? Uh, let me go not enough. All right. That's right. You ran the board. You ran the, I like you. You ran the board. 2005. Good job, Dominic. Psst. There's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell. To saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline, and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, platinum status is earned with 12 fill-ups over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com slash status. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.